Hello and welcome to the Rebecca Saunders Show. I'm a seven-figure global video business owner, hair-free alopecian, dinner party queen, and proud fur mama to my mini Aussie Shepherd Bailey. This podcast is for videographers, video creators, and video business owners wanting the skills and knowledge they need to build a thriving and profitable video production business easily and without stress or overwhelm. Sounds pretty good, huh? Welcome to another episode of the Rebecca Saunders Show. Today's topic, authenticity. I could think of no better person to join me on the show than the wonderful Kat Johns. She is an authenticity coach, a keynote speaker, a podcast host, and creator of the Zero Fucks Movement. For eight years, she's been working with people to powerfully manage the thoughts in their head so they can access their truth and focus on what really matters. I cannot wait to deep dive into this one. So let's do it. Welcome to the show, Kat. Thank you, my love. Good to see your face. I am so excited. It's good to see your face too. Last time we were this, I don't know, face to face, we were in the Lara Pinta in the middle, were. Of, uh, middle of Australia, trekking in the red dirt. <laughs> we were. We definitely were. Super hot, but super incredible. Incredible. We're looking a, a lot more rested and glamorous, <laughs> I have to say, both of us. <laughs> And clean and showered and smelling fresh, even though I can't smell you, but I'm sure you smell delightful. The, the perfect food <laughs> spritzed. It's amazing. <laughs> um, uh, I wanted to bring you on to the show today because when we were in the Larapinda, um, that's where I, I met you, right? Like you weren't on my radar before then, but you talked about when we were walking along your zero fucks movement, which yeah. I love, like just everything about that. I'm not going to steal your thunder though. (laughs) What is it all about and why does it exist? Yeah, well, Zero Fucks Movement is really about us not giving a fuck about the thoughts that are going on inside of our head that tell us why we can't do something or be who we want to be or express what we want to express. What it's not about is sticking the bird up to the world and being like, I don't care what you think about me. Fuck you. It's not that kind of passive aggressive zero fucks, you know? It's actually taking responsibility for the thoughts that we have in our head that we often place upon other people as to why I can't say this because my mum's listening, or I can't say that because what if they judge me, or I can't put that post out there or live my life this way because X is going to think, right? So often what we do is we place the blame on the external when really it's the thought that we have about what it is that we're going to do. So the movement came about, it was four years ago, but it's come about because that's the life and practice that I've had to practice. I used to get so tied up in caring about things or about others in such ways that were very detrimental to myself, detrimental to my self-worth, detrimental to my soul, detrimental to my self-expression. So I went on my own journey and, you know, uh, meeting certain people to help me unfuck myself, basically. But where it came about was, so forever I've been a dancer. I've loved to dance ever since a little girl and choreographed dancing. But there was this one, I I was a part of a course and part of the practice and homework was to go to this free dance thing called Five Rhythms, which is incredible. And it still runs to this day. And I highly recommend going to it. And so I went and I was like, what's this about? You know, what's this going to do for me? And so when I got there, paid my 20 bucks, hyper judgmental, 
walked into this hall and I was like, these people aren't my people. I don't belong here. They're hippies. Like the thoughts in my head were outrageous. I'm like, if I leave, my coach isn't going to know. I can just tell them how it was, all of that. So for 20 minutes, I was just standing there watching everyone dance to music, free dance. Judgment was high. And I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not, I'm not going to look like them. But then I started judging myself for being an idiot. You know, I'm like, well, now you look like the loser. They look like they're having a fun time. So it was just so heady. I was so in my head. 20 minutes in, I just said to myself, fuck it. Let's just have fun. Let's just see where this goes. And I just started very gently, slowly moving my body. And then within another 20 minutes, I was like. All into it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So I went back week after week after week after week and just totally fell in love with it. And then as a result, things were just starting to naturally change in my life because I just felt more confident because in that practice, I was not caring, not caring the way I look, not caring the way I dance, not caring if my moves were better than their moves. I was literally just in my own little bubble of, oh, wow, this is what it's like to express myself. Yeah. Fast forward many years, because back then I was a registered nurse. I wasn't doing anything that I was doing. Fast forward uh, many years and four years ago, I was in my little space and put some music on. I was doing my free dance with myself and I just got this very quiet guidance to record this, uh, record this dance. And I was like, okay, I'll record it. And then I uh, got this quiet little nudge to share about it. And on at that time, reels didn't exist. Dancing on social media was not common. TikTok didn't exist. You were so, a trailblazer in the space. I was like one of the OGs, <laughs> man. I was one of the OGs. So I was like, no way. You know, Instagram back then, it didn't have, you know, when you scrolled, the scrolling stopped, yeah. you know. It was more of like a photo-based Instagram rather than what it is now. So I was like, ah, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to post this. Definitely don't want to post it. Anyway, 20 minutes, 25 minutes of doing that. I was like, no, let's just share about this. Let's just share with people what it is that I do to help myself be free and express myself and whatever else. And then it just happened to be a Tuesday. I love getting creative with certain things. I was like, okay, so it's Tuesday and I'm giving zero fucks right now. And so I looked at the hashtags and then zero fucks was taken. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll just do ZF Tuesday. Yeah. Anyway, I put the dance out. <laughs> I threw my phone across the room and I was like, Run away. Yeah, I'm not checking the messages. <laughs> then like when I finally got over myself, people were messaging me saying, oh, I wish I could do this. I wish I could be free like you. I can't wait till next Tuesday. <laughs> I looked at my partner, Steve. I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? I can't wait till next Tuesday. <laughs> so then just very naturally, I was like, okay, cool. Well, this is obviously something So for six weeks, I was posting. And after six weeks of doing that consistently, then people started to send their videos in. Right. They started to tag. They started, they correct. Just showing up like that then gave people permission to, or or even just like, actually, maybe I can do that too. So that's when the movement started. That's when it started to blow up. It became a global social media movement. Corporates and companies from all over the place were like, we want you to bring this to our team. Uh, I now run events in it, live events where people come, 300 plus people come and they just dance their asses off. And yeah, it's just now become a practice that people get involved in and live. I think that's amazing. It's, it's that breaking free, right, of the mold. Totally. Oh, yeah, the freedom of it. I mean, I, I, I shared my story of going hair free with you when we were, were hiking of just that 100%. Mold. I did the same thing, post it, threw my phone across the room and went, 
Mm, not gonna touch that. Yeah, for- <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but that's a zero it. bucks moment, right, right there. What you did. Yeah, it took a lot of. Oh yeah. Ramping up and uh, like you know revving myself up to actually do the thing, but same thoughts. Oh, you're an idiot if you don't post it. You've already done the photos. Post the photo. You've taken the photos. Like what well, you know, all of those things which uh, happen anywhere, right? In yeah. any situation. Totally. So, yeah. And you don't realize what well, I didn't realize. And you just almost authenticated it as well in terms of the messages that you got. I had similar messages. Mm-hmm. You know, it was that, oh, thanks for giving me permission to do it myself. Or, yes. Oh, thanks for giving me the inspiration to do that one day. I'm like, oh, that's powerful. I know. It's very powerful. Amazing. So, it, you know, in terms of doing that, obviously, we're not. You know, I'm not asking everyone to just dance like it's, you know, free dancing or whatever, but in t- you you lead this in through your authenticity coaching, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you're guiding people and you're taking that one step further. What came first, the, the movement or you becoming more of an authenticity coach or did they kind of just grow together? I would say that the authentic self, my authentic self came first. Like that was wanting to emerge because of how inauthentic I used to live and be and show up. It was always about who do I have to be in order to get that like or get that love or get that approval. It was always morphing the self. And so the tiredness was around all that morphing. So authenticity was something that began to emerge through getting tired of how I was showing up. And then I guess simultaneously, silently, again, without me really being conscious of it until, you know, with, with time and reflection, I was like, oh, okay, that authenticity came. And as a result, less cares or less fucks started to emerge in me around, you know, saying what I want to say or sharing how I want to share or communicating in ways that feel true and authentic to me. So I'd say the authenticity came followed very closely by, I don't want to care as much as I used to care. And you know what I mean? So that then now they work in partnership. Yeah. Amazing. And when you were going through that phase, I mean, I thought this as I was going through stuff, that pushback of the people around you. So, you know, it's all very well doing the the no fucks to the people that you've never really met. That's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, but the people in your orbit that are watching you lean into the uniqueness of yourself, own who you are, pushback. Was there any pushback on your journey from the people that were in your, your immediate um, space as you were going not- through that? Not a huge amount of pushback. I get. A, I got a few questions, mainly from family members, around like, "Do you have to swear? You know, can't you call it zero cares? Can't you call it something else?" Because when I talk to my friends, you know, I've got. I want to tell them that you've got a movement, or when I tell them to look at your social media, you've got zero fucks. I'm like, mm, okay, I could right now give a fuck that you give a fuck about what you think your people are going to think about you because you're the father or you're the sibling or you're the cousin of me, right? Yep. So there were those moments where I then, it wasn't a huge digging in deep and, and owning myself because that authenticity part, and it still continues, it's still a practice, but it was pretty set in stone, you know? Yeah. It was actually more around when I was starting to take full ownership of myself, it was, again, more the thoughts in, my head that 
So me emerging into who I am today and still hanging about with people that I still love, but maybe haven't grown as much or maybe haven't taken on the, the spiritual path or the personal development route. It was more about me not going back into those environments and shriveling. And then also me not going back into those environments and being like a holier than thou judge person right? It was, okay, how can I remain friends with these people who actually were very supportive of me, but when I would catch up with them, certain conversations that they might partake in, I wasn't a huge fan of. You know, I didn't want to have a wang about that person behind their back or whatever it may be, or uh, have a drink when I don't really drink that much anymore, et cetera. So it was like, okay, how can I just own who I am in an environment that is still the same, but I can still be me? That was more my challenge than anything else. Mm. And I think it it's, takes a bit of getting used to, doesn't it? Sort of trying to find that balance amongst new and old people in your, in your world Correct. as you're progressing through that. Something you and I were talking about on, before we hit the record button, which we should have hit earlier, was very much around, you know, I'm going to put it in the boundaries space, you know, setting that space around to give you thinking space, creative space, mm-hmm. just space in general, which I know is a big thing that everyone's trying to claw time back on. You've put a few things into practice recently, and I know it's been a practice that you've been doing for a while. What have you recently introduced into your world to give yourself more of that that space? So I used to record two podcasts a week, and now I've just brought that back to one and I'm like, okay, I'm, I will make that one podcast impactful and that can last a week, you know. It's spending less time on social media. So now I've dedicated Sunday as my sacred Sunday to no social media, no Facebook, no checking emails, getting prepared for the next day. It's just, it's my day to live in real life with my in real life, you know, yeah. and not look through life through the rectangle iPhone. Mm. It's just these really little, little things and they're not huge, but like you said, it's buying back time. And I realize that in order for me to be creative, in order for me to really hear like my truth and what feels good, not good, right and true, that space is my fucking luxury. Mm -hmm. You know, it's my gold. A hundred percent. And in that space, I mean, when I put my first digital detox in for, Mm. I I did a weekend every fortnight and very swiftly turned that to most Sundays. I didn't have my phone at all. It wasn't just a social media detox. It was at all. Have you had any, I'm not going to say pushback per se, but any of those like, are you okay messages? But you're not responding as fast as you used to respond. You know, you're putting boundaries around your digital space as well as your space. However, how has that been received? Well, the thing is, because I'm very real and open with my community, they love that. And so then I will talk about like my journey is my podcast, right? It's real, raw, relatable. I go on there and I'll share with them exactly where I am and any nooks and crannies that I may be going through. So they're on the journey. So by the time I've landed at a decision, they're going through their own journey alongside me. So, so many people DM what I actually said, I'm taking Sacred Sundays. See you later, alligators. It's it's a no social media day for me. The amount of like, hallelujah, praise the Lord, amen to you, I'm joining in too, oh, was cool. treasure. It was like treasure. And then today, so when I jump back on and I check my social media, typically when I'm on the toilet, I'm like, well, if I'm on the toilet, I may as well do this as well. Yeah. And <laughs> the, the people that had DM me to say, no different to you, 
uh, thank you for that inspiration. I like was present with my life. I had more time available. I got to do things that I never, you know, had time to do because I was actually so busy in my phone. So yeah, there hasn't been pushback. It was more people were curious and then wanted to take it on themselves. Yeah, I think that's pretty incredible space to be in, right? When you can actually have that impact on so many people without realizing it. I think Mm. an incredible thing. And those devices, they suck you in. I found myself having to put it in a different room of an evening just because I've been really hard on no closing of emails, you know, no closing of that. I know, I know. Um, really Especially hard. when you run your own business, right? Yeah. Like, you know, we we make our own money. We create our own money. So it's like, oh, if I don't write back to that, or what if I miss that opportunity? I'm sure there's something in my DMs. But you're, you're so right. Like yesterday when I got a text message, I would check, I'd check the message right back and my thumb just automatically would go beep Instagram, beep Facebook, beep emails. I'm like, I actually had to just go to my thumb and just go, no, stop it. (laughs) No, stop it. Stop it. I could not believe just how automatic it was. Unbelievable. Yeah. I was talking to Dr. Christy Goodwin on the podcast Mm. a few episodes ago, and she was talking about uh, the roll and scroll when Mm. you've got your phone by the side of the bed and you're literally scrolling before you even say hello to your partner. Or good yep. morning to your partner. And yep. when she sort of described it that way, I'm like, whoa, we've got we've got an issue as society when we're we do up to our screens more than we are talking to the humans around us. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's but it. It, it's it's not the norm. We're not thinking like the norm. Most people would just think we're absolutely, you know, great cray in terms Total- of <laughs> <laughs> just going to ignore this device for a bit yeah over there I know it's like why 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 aren't you sitting at a bus stop looking at your phone why aren't you sitting there and you know it's like it's the moment we are bored or the moment you know we are at that bus stop waiting for the bus I watch it with my stepdaughters you know they're waiting for the bus they sit down bam I'm like wow how automatic especially for that generation it must be yeah. they were born with these motherfuckers yeah. I wasn't born with these so I at least have some reference of life outside of a phone that has apps you know yeah for sure well I used to love just playing snakes and then it got you know of the totally, my phone. totally. Yeah, done yeah Nokia 5210s 100% <laughs> but that's another thing about giving zero fucks you know it's like okay I need to own that that's the way that I want to live my life yeah and I need to give zero fucks for the thoughts in my head about always needing to be on, always checking a DM within a certain period of time or an email within a certain period of time and own that this is the way that I want to live and breathe and enjoy my life, you know? So it just always keeps feeding into that authenticity and zero fucks. Completely. And I think there's lots of micro hacks people can be doing to Mm. lean into more of that. One of the things that I I had my laptop out at at an event the other day and someone said, oh, have you got a charger I could borrow? no, actually, I didn't carry my charger. And the look on their face was, what? Why don't, mm-hmm. I've just forgotten mine. Why don't you Why don't you intentionally have yours? Because I'm doing a, once it's dead, the workday's done, kind of. Like. Mm, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. And um, the look on their faces were just, oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Love that. So for, for people listening to us chatting, we've done a lot of work, right? We've done mm. a lot of personal work we've been on the journey we continue to do so if someone's just listening right now or watching because we are doing the video as well where can the starting points be like what are the initial steps that people can be doing in small increments to sort of lean into more of their authentic self yeah it's a good question and 
I guess, you know, it's, it's an annoying answer because it's like, ugh, awareness, right? But it's true. We have to have another set of eyes on ourselves, which we all have. We all have that ability to have another set of eyes on us, us looking at ourselves and looking at the places where we show up in such a way that just feels off, you know, just it could, it's like off milk, could be off by a day, off by 10 days or off by fucking years, right? And if we can have a set of eyes on ourselves when we go to that meeting with someone or when we jump on a podcast recording with someone or when we go on a date or what, or when we go to post a video up on social media, we want to have that awareness around, fuck, did I alter myself in order to think that I'm going to get a better comment from them mm-hmm. or more of a like from them? You know, it's looking at where we are altering the self. To me, that's the place to begin. So before we can even, like, it's interesting to become the authentic self. It's not about becoming more of that. It's becoming less of the things that we do to alter ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. an unbecoming. It's an unraveling. Yeah, it's a breaking that down. So that's the first place to begin. And then it's like, okay, why do I do that? So it's going in each little notch is going deeper. Why do I do that? What am I getting out of that interaction by altering myself? And if I didn't have to do that, how would I show up? Yeah. And how would I feel? You know what I mean? Yeah. hundred percent. It's deep inquiry. It takes time. It takes practice in my experience and how I've helped my clients. That's where we begin. Yeah, completely. It's that layer at a time, just being aware of it. And totally. Aware of it. it takes time. Years sometimes. Totally. Yeah. Years and and then ongoing, yes, and then ongoing because our our patterns and our behaviors are really well entrenched, really well entrenched for good reason. They're there to remind us who we think we are, to protect us, yeah. and in order to gain something. So you know, even my automatic behaviors, they'll still want to come up to try and perform, or to try and be funny, or to try and be this, or to try and be that. It's like, all right, cool. I know that you once got something out of that, but. I no longer want to get that out of doing that. Yeah. So it's like, what do I want to, what do I want to get? I don't want to get anything. I just want to be myself. So what have I got to do to be myself? You know, so it's all these questions to then ask. Yeah. And then explore and have fun whilst doing it. Right. It's not a, it shouldn't be seen as a scary thing to go and do it. Something that's inquisitive and be curious, Curious. you know, just stay, to stay mindful. Amen. Space. Mm. So Kat, we've shared a lot in the last 20 minutes. I've loved it. I could chat to you for hours. hours. But where can people come and find you, your community, your work? Mm -hmm. How can they learn more? So an awesome place, if you don't follow me already, is to come and follow me on Instagram. So it's kat.john, K-A-T dot J-O-H-N. To then deep a little diver into deep, wait, dive a little deeper. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that didn't sound right. Into my work, then I would shift over to the podcast. So that's real, raw, relatable. That's where you'll get to know more about me, the way that I process things, go about things, help clients, etc. And then, you know, to get involved, I host beautiful community events in Melbourne, at least for the time being, yeah. where, you know, I bring community together, have just really soulful events where there's talks, meditations, and then there's big dance events as well. 
But yeah, I would start on Instagram, travel through to the podcast and then come to an event. Amazing. And I'm going to be putting all those links into the show notes. So make sure we do that. And after this chat, Kat, I need to get those dates of those events so I can plan. A trip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> be awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show, lovely. I've enjoyed catching up with you once more. Thank you, Beck. 